What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the TSK Show. I am your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports Squire. I am joined by my co-host, the one and only Mr. 360, Tyler Pacholke. Before we start the show, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on social media, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler Pacholke. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Anchor as well, and we are officially now on Spotify. Just type in keyword TSK Show to find us. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you decide to listen to the TSK Show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. The TSK Show is back after a two-week break, and it's a three-man weave as Blake Anthony returns to the show. So much has happened since we last recorded, and to make up for missing the past two weeks, we thought it'd be a good idea to split this episode into two parts. We're going to go over everything that happened in NBA free agency as the dust has settled for the most part in this first episode, and then be sure to check out the next episode right after this where we'll go back and recap the NBA draft and see how we did with our predictions for who would win the NBA regular season awards. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the sports kingdom what's going on tp how you doing man it uh, feels good to be back in the studio feels good to be back nice little two-week vacation yeah i had to take and a little in here yeah i had to take a little two-week hiatus because uh it's summertime and had to had to re- recharge and refresh and now that the dust has settled from free agency uh, a little bit we thought it'd be good to to get back in the studio and get back to it and really crank it up for the TSK show in the in the coming months and with that we welcome back to the show a great friend of ours rocking none other than the Jesus Shuttlesworth today what's up fellas how we doing <laughs> Mr. Blake Anthony what's up man how you doing good man good ready to talk some NBA yeah man happy to happy to have you here and I mean listen we took a two-week break. It's no secret. The cat's out the bag. So much has happened. So let's get right into it. NBA free agency. And like I said uh, in the intro, we're going to split this episode into two. And this this part of the episode, we're going to really focus on what happened in free agency. And then in the next part, Blake will also be joining us for that. Uh, we're going to talk about the NBA draft and the results from the NBA awards show. That really means nothing since it happened two months after the regular season was over. But that's neither here nor there. Makes but it official. Yeah, exactly. It makes it. It makes every everyone's predictions official. But now NBA free agency, like I was saying, we we talked about this a little bit before we started. There were 208 total free agents this summer. That means over 40% of the league was up for new contracts. A lot of names are going to be thrown out there right now. A lot of teams are going to be thrown out there, and it's going to be a lot of switching around because a lot has happened, and we're just going to – the way we're kind of going to do it is, I guess, chronologically really because that's what really makes the most sense. And that that means we're going to talk about Kawhi Leonard and – the going to the Clippers and what that meant for the Lakers and the moves that they had to make subsequently after that decision was made towards the end. So we're going to start with, I think, one of my winners for this offseason so far, 
and that's Brooklyn because Brooklyn obviously added. Uh, yeah, winner is an understatement. <laughs> winner is big time understatement, but obviously they added Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Kevin Durant was added in his, at, through a sign and trade with Golden State, uh, which included D'Angelo Russell. So D'Angelo is now a Golden State Warrior, which I don't think any of us saw coming. No, that's probably – I mean, that one and Paul George are the two big, like, splashes that no one really had in the cards, I don't think. Yeah, those those definitely were out of, out of left field for me. Yeah, I mean, we all thought that D'Angelo Russell was going to be on the move, but when we talked before, like, Warriors, there's never a team that came up. And, like, uh, honestly, like, if we would have had to rank them out, might have been the last team that I would have expected to pick them up. Because really. they, they don't need a player like D'Angelo Russell. No, but they're about – I think – I think the Warriors were big winners in the sense that I think they're pivoting. They're always ahead of the curve, and we might see something. We might see something cool. It covers their ass while Clay's hurt. Yeah, and no, then, it definitely gives them a, a nice second option while Clay's hurt. Bringing in an All Star, it's going to be a rental though. It's going to be a one year rental. I that. don't even think he makes it through the full season. Yeah, I don't see, need, what, see what happens. Like they're not going to get Clay back till at I least just, February. Probably. I just want to see all three of them on the court together. I'm not even sure D'Angelo Russell starts the season with the Warriors. Well, no, I think I think he can't be traded again for a while, right? Isn't there restrictions on trading oh, new players? Well, that that might be the case, but either way, I think I think Minnesota is still going to try and figure out a way to try and get him to satisfy Carl Anthony Towns so that he doesn't end up leaving them a la like Anthony Davis and so many of these other young max type players are doing uh, in this uh, day and age, really. But, I mean, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving for the Brooklyn Nets, that's huge. It's franchise altering, really. And they were they were already taking the right steps last season with what they had with D'Angelo Russell uh, when Karis LeVert was healthy, when Spencer Dinwiddie was healthy. They had – they have a nice uh, rim protector in Jared Allen. Uh, I think the Nets, even with Kevin Durant missing this entire year, are a playoff team still in the East. No doubt. I, they're making the playoffs. Yeah, I definitely think they're a playoff team. They stole everything that the Knicks were trying to do. This is supposed to be the summer of the Knicks, getting big names in. They're just like stole all their thunder. Cause and that's why I said that opening up on, on you know winning in the offseason, arguably the biggest winner in the sense of just – there's those little brother teams in pro sports, the White Sox, you know what I mean, the Clippers, the the, the, Nets. the Nets. I think they're one of those, and I think that they are transitioning to actually taking the mecca of basketball, New York City, away from the Knicks because the Knicks have been bad for so long. I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's still the Knicks city, but they have a brand new stadium. They've got a great, they've got great ownership. They've got superstars coming. Um, they got hope. They got stability. They got Brooklyn. everything's coming. Nick's got nothing. And, and they've just they just survived one of the worst trades ever. Like they're that has been put behind them now. You know what I mean? They're not still suffering the consequences of that. And uh yeah, I mean I just think the Nets crush it this all. Listen, in, in my opinion, in my opinion, New York is now Brooklyn City, and until James Dolan sells the Knicks, the Knicks have no chance. Yeah. Yeah, all they're, all. all they're winning is who can sign the most power forwards. Dude. Yeah. And what's crazy, Which they've crushed it at. And now they're about to sign Marcus Morris, if you guys didn't see that yeah, before. Yeah, because his original deal, um, I think he's going to move because they were able to move cap because they're a canceling a trade. Well, no. So what They're happened, restructuring a trade because of Reggie Bullock's fitness. They're not even, no, it's not even a trade. It's just 
they're going to restructure uh, Reggie Bullock's deal because they're not happy with how his physical <laughs> went. They don't think he can play a full season. Yeah. And so Marcus Morris, who had a two-year, $20 million deal with the San Antonio Spurs, is now looking to renege on that deal and go to New York and sign a one-year, $15 million deal with New York and just add to the plethora of power forwards that the yeah, Knicks have. Yeah, just so he can get back into the player pool next summer. Yeah. a big payday. He, yeah, exactly. He's trying to just get a, a five more million dollars, which, I mean, listen, someone going after a bag, I can't blame him for it. Like, this is a job at the end of the day. It's a business. But at the end of the day, in, in my opinion as a Laker fan, someone scorning Greg Popovich and something not working out for the Spurs, after all the times he's stuck, in, stuck his nose in our business, I'm okay with someone uh, – something bad happening to the Spurs because Marcus Morris was going to be a nice addition for them. Oh, big pickup for them. Yeah, I mean, it'd be all right. I think he's nothing special. They'll be okay. He's just a solid Spur player, I think, just system guy. You know, I, mean, I think there's a role. reason he's not getting, like, that payday he wants now. Yeah. Well, yeah. But anyway, that the, the big first dominoes to really fall were Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And then after that, obviously, was – with Kyrie Irving's departure from Boston, what was Boston going to do? And it turned out uh, with reports coming from multiple different sources that Michael Jordan did not offer Kemba Walker anywhere near the max contract uh, that Kemba Walker was eligible for. I think the ultimate offer was like five years, 160, when Kemba was eligible to make 220. And Kemba said no dice and decided to walk away. And ultimately, the Celtics were able to work out a sign-and-trade deal for Kemba Walker and also Terry Rozier going to Charlotte. So I guess Charlotte fixed, quote-unquote, their point guard problem by getting rid of Kemba and replacing him with Terry Rozier. But that's a huge drop-off, in my opinion. Yeah. Yep, they're looking good for that seven wins next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, I think they're a bottom three team in the East. Charlotte, I mean, f- to me, it's like if they weren't – if Michael knew he wasn't going to offer Kemba the max deal if he made it originally, why didn't he trade Kemba for assets at the deadline? They made a playoff push. I mean, I guess, you know. I guess, but what Drafted that P.J. Washington. Just like I, – I mean, I just don't like their moves that they've made even to try and get better, you know, just – Terry it Rozier, Terry it would have made sense nice, if they knew they weren't going to sign him and offer that deal to trade him at the All-Star break last year. That's the what I'm saying. The All-Star game was in Charlotte. Yeah, they needed, yeah, to, they needed I mean. to have some bad, representative. Just a bad look. Yeah. And it's like MJ lowballed his own player who is signed to his own brand. But he also like he also was offered more because he made All-NBA, right? Yeah, that's that's, that's why he like was eligible out. for that. Yeah, crazy. so so Jordan yeah. might not have been planning on Kemba Walker being – yeah, Charlotte well, fucked up. If they yeah. wanted to keep him, they needed to offer him like 190, yeah. and not listen, 170. Now he's getting 140 something and can go play for a winner, playing some meaningful games. Nothing he's something he's never done. But he's gonna he's gonna win a playoff series next year. I don't know. I, I don't know because I still think the drop off between Kyrie Irving and Kemba Walker is still pretty sizable. I don't know. Not 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 when not when Kyrie Irving is not being Kyrie Irving. I mean, yeah, like if you get that great Kyrie Irving, then obviously. He's a step above Kemba, but Kemba's a night in, night out like dog. You know what I mean? You know what you're getting out of him as a baseline. Where 
Yeah, Kyrie I mean, made Kyrie just stats was, last year. He was for the suspect. Celtics. He's an absolute cancer for that team. They're yeah. going to be so yeah. much better playing team basketball. Jason Tatum's going to take a huge step up playing with Kemba. Yeah, Kemba's just the right kind of guy to be with these with these young players. Yeah, I mean, big big Kemba fan. Well, I mean, yeah, and listen, Gordon Hayward's going to be coming off that second year now after the injury. It's yeah, Boston. Boston Boston's going to have two All Stars next year. You think you think Kemba and Gordon are both going to make the All Star team? Kemba and Jason Tatum. Tatum. Oh, oh, okay, okay, all right. Sorry, excuse me, excuse me. Where did they go? I got I got Celtics, the third best team in the East right now. Wow. Okay. I got I got them as number two. Who do you have first? I think Milwaukee. Okay. I think Giannis is in the zone. Philly three. Okay, so now speaking of Philly, let's uh let's move to them. They ended up trading, signing and trading Jimmy Butler to Miami, and that that official deal ended up turning out to be a four-team trade, and it was Jimmy Butler and Myers Leonard from Portland ending up in Miami, Hassan Whiteside ending up in Portland. The Clippers entered that deal and got Mo Harkless from the Trailblazers and then a 2023 first-round pick from Miami, and then Philly got Josh Richardson from Miami. But I think most importantly... Uh, for what we want to talk about right now, let's focus on Miami and Portland's part of the trade. Miami receives Jimmy Butler yep. and Myers Leonard and ships out Hassan Whiteside, getting off of that $27 million, uh, well, just $27 un- million just left un- on his deal. Just an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, it, it was never going to work with Hassan Whiteside, and Portland now gets some security because Nurk isn't going to be able to start the – the season with his leg injury, so they have their center with Hassan Whiteside and yeah, Jimmy. Even, even if not, Portland's ready to go. Zach Collins is going to be a beast next year. Yeah, hundred percent. I I didn't even realize, but I heard like Damian Lillard and Hassan Whiteside are like good friends. Oh, I didn't even know that. So I think that was like part of the reason that move happened. I didn't know that till like after the trade was through, and then I seen all that. But those are like like good buddies. So well, Portland's a serious problem. They're going to look for a home court in the playoffs. Right, and then Jimmy Butler got what he wanted because yeah. Miami was at the top of his list of where he wanted to end up. Miami's in a weird spot though right now. It's just. I don't know. They're I trying to figure what. something out. So they got their star. Yeah. They got they got a guy. They have something to build around now. After yeah, the and New listen, era. Goran Dragic and Jimmy Butler. Those are two. Like Jimmy Butler is obviously an All Star. Goran Dragic is a solid NBA starting point guard who could help any team right now. No doubt. No doubt about that. Yeah. And Miami in the East is looking at probably a playoff playoff position. I would think. I mean, they got one guy, but Jimmy Butler puts weak. him in the mix. But I think. Miami's going to be on the outside looking in unless they add Russell or, you know, like if something crazy happens. Make, make another move. Yeah, but as as is right now, I think they're on the outside looking in. They don't got a lot past after Jimmy. And, and they've traded their depth, I feel like. You know what I mean? Well, it's they just, still have Bam. They still have Justice. I just That's suspect. I mean, those are solid role players, but that's what those are the first two names you're throwing off the, uh, you know? Okay, Bam, Justice, Tyler Johnson. No, He's I not mean on that team though. Oh yeah, Tyler Johnson's not on. Yeah, excuse me, Tyler's on the the Suns now. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they have a lot. They traded like you're saying all their depth. Olenek's gone. Yeah, my quick my quick like rundown of the East. I I have them at nine. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, now the other move that other moves that Philly made were was re-signing Tobias Harris, and then obviously. We all found yeah. out now that they were the secret team that Al Horford was negotiating with when he opted out of his Celtics deal. 
Yeah, I, I hate the Sixers, and they they absolutely <laughs> reload. They're I think I have the Sixers last like the one two with the Bucks. I, I legitimately they're like they're red. They're championship built. I, I was am, just about to say I'm like, more now on that I think side about it. That. Philly might be the number one seed in the East. Yeah, because I mean, listen, they went they went all in. They got Horford, veteran. They paid Ben. They got Embiid still. Yeah, these guys are ma- they're making a yeah. run. They got they Tobias. got Tobias. Yeah, uh, and and the thing about Al Horford to me is like that's a plus in so many ways. You, he's one of the best covers for Joel Embiid, so you take that off the board. He can be a mentor for Joel Embiid. Dude, he's going to need that. Help, help play some and, minutes for Joel Embiid. And, w- and now Joel Embiid doesn't have to play back-to-back. He doesn't have to – he can he can rest. Like, you don't – you got insurance policy. Plus, Al Horford's going to – he's been playing out of position, like, his whole career. Being able to slide back into power forward is going to be so better for him. Yeah, and Al Horford is going to be able to, like you were saying, Tyler, be a mentor for Joel Embiid, and he's going to be able to teach – Joel Embiid so much about look, defense. Look, yeah, I was like, look for Joel Embiid. Like, he's already a dominant defender. Look for him to take another step. Yeah. I mean, Al Horford is one of the smartest players in the NBA. And on defense, what he was able to do in the playoffs against Joel Embiid, he's going to be able to teach Joel Embiid to use against other players in the league. And it's, it, Philly's going to be a lot of fun to watch as much as I have had disdain towards the process and all of that. At the end of the day, I'm a fan of great basketball, and they're going to be a lot of fun to watch next year. They, I think they're all in. They got I think I've talked myself team. into them the number one seed just like – Just by that? Me putting my my rankings real quick and now just talking about it, it's like, damn, man, that's just a tough – that's a tough team to beat right yeah, there. Yeah, I, I got Milwaukee and the Sixers. It's like the clear top two in the East. Yeah. yeah Milwaukee, I got Boston, Milwaukee, and Philly is my like – I love that you're showing Boston so much love. That feels good, Tyler. <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh, I just <laughs> – I, I just remember – I mean, I, those that young core is just so talented, and and Kemba is just the perfect one. And listen, that's at the, the perfect at, fit. At the end of the day, with Boston, like with you saying that that young core is so good, Boston had and Boston had so many opportunities to get rid of the young core that they have, and they're they're getting some backlash. They're not they're not getting some backlash. It, it depends on what side of the side you fall on the argument, but. They're gonna hoop I, people it, up. I love what they're doing because I'm like I love Jason Tatum and I think he's gonna be a stud. So I didn't want them to trade him, and I'm ready to see his development. Right. Mm-hmm. But and even besides the Kimba move, I love the other moves they made. Bringing in Cantor, solid pro. Hoping yeah, Robert he's Williams gonna get you a double double probably. He'll probably yeah. get you ten and ten. Hopefully, tonight. we can get Robert Williams to take that next step and get some more minutes out of a big. I love and he's, like, a, and he's a defensive like great guy. I love the point guard they drafted out of Purdue. Yeah. Taco but, Fall. Hopefully he, hopefully he can make a roster. Yeah, if he makes the roster, that that'll be interesting. Oh, he's making the roster. So another another team you guys have been mentioning at the top of the East is Milwaukee, and they were able to re-sign Chris Middleton, but they ended up signing and trading Malcolm Brogdon to Indiana. Yeah, I think they're playing it smart. You gotta you gotta just build off this chemistry that you got. You're that's what it's all about right now. You know what I mean? Their team is not built off of like a, a super team. It's a bunch of guys that are, are the perfect fit for each other. And Chris Middleton is Giannis's like perfect puzzle piece right now. He's um, the perfect player to but play I, opposite of but him. I, but honestly, at the end of the day, I truly think that they need another uh, – Giannis needs a Scottie Pippen for this team to really be like a championship winner. Well, maybe his brother can do that because uh... – no, I, I mean, Milwaukee's going to be a problem just because Giannis alone. I'm half joking yeah, about I his mean, brother. They were, they were so dominant this year, and they're essentially just running it back. Like, yeah. using Brogdon Hurts, but, like, they were the same core team. They brought back yeah. Brooke. Yeah, and, they lo- and but they, now they got Robin, which is awesome. They lost, yeah, that was cool. They lost Miritic. Um, 
Yeah, but, but I mean they're they're going to be they're going to be a top three team in the East. Yeah. Uh, let's Pro- see. You know, arguably number one. Um, I got CBS's uh, free but they're just like in the, in the and in the regular season, like Milwaukee. I just got Milwaukee winning a ton of games, but there's teams that like in a seven game series are a threat to them, just because of I think it's like if Giannis isn't on, um, it's pretty questionable what's gonna what's gonna happen with that team. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm looking at CBS's uh, free agency tracker. Uh, they have basically have a list of like where everybody went, and I, I want to go back to the state of New York and talk about the Knicks and the Nets for a little bit. To go back to the Nets, because I'm I'm just looking at the names. DeAndre Jordan was 100 percent a spy for Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, and he was because he was with he got traded to the Knicks midway through the year with the Porzingis trade, and he was just probably told Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving because he, he's really good friends with both of them. It's like, yo, the Knicks don't don't have it. Like, let's just go to across the way to Brooklyn, and we'll be all good. So, DeAndre Jordan, how do you think that's going to impact Brooklyn? Because I completely forgot. Well, I think DeAndre, he's washed. You really? Yeah, he's not going to be playing. Who they have? Jared Allen. He's going to be getting those center minutes. Okay. I love Jared Allen. I mean, I think Jared Allen's such a sleeper. He's like the name that no one ever mentions. And uh, I just think he's a stud. He's a guy that's going to be – around the league for a long time he's super productive and he's one of those guys it's like if he's on a really good team and they're like best record he could slide into that all-star spot where he's gonna be just like right underneath all those all-star centers yeah that's i mean i really think he's that good so i mean i'm i'm not necessarily saying it's all about deandre but i think it's more about call uh allen jared allen yeah now and then Brooklyn's going to be good. Brooklyn's going to be good next year for sure. Joe yeah. Harris will be able to start all these games while Kevin Durant's out. Yeah. You mentioned you know, earlier Dinwiddie. He's yeah. a solid pro. Coming off the bench, running the team, you know, and then you got and then you got Karis LeVert, who they really like. Yeah, and now the other New York team, New York team, how do we feel about Julius Randle signing with the Knicks? How do good, we think that's going to work out? I mean, out? good for him. He's got to go try and, like, create his own, you know, legacy. Yeah, Julius Randle, he had a good year last year. He should be good for the Knicks. Feel bad, like. Yeah. I mean, the good thing is, is he signed a three-year deal where everybody else signed two. And I think after those two-year deals, they're obviously eyeing to be a big player in free agency. So, odds are he's going to be the guy that's either, you know, like, traded again or he's going to be the piece that's like, hey, you can come play with RJ and Julius. Yeah. That's our free agency pick. Pitch. Yeah. Now, one more name before – uh, we move on to Kawhi, unless there's any other guys you wanted to talk about. But I think important to note was J.J. Redick signing with the Pelicans. Yep. Sons of bitches. <laughs> because, they're I mean, all New Orleans Blue Devils, baby. They're all joining forces. <laughs> they got five Duke Blue Devils on that team. It's crazy. And, I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, including what they got back from the Anthony Davis trade, New Orleans has had one of the best off-seasons, I think, out of any team. Probably top five off-season for sure. Yep, that's a haul, folks. <laughs> that, no, I mean, and I think that they're, I think that they're flirting with the playoffs. I, I have them, I was, uh, like, right on the outside looking in. But, you know, it's like... Yeah, they're going to be one of the most fun league pass teams next year. It's going to be they're a good play one. play fast, tons of oops, tons of dunks. It's going to be... Yeah. It's got a lot of good young hungry players. No, for sure, and we, and we're gonna get to see Zion, you know, throw it down. Yeah, 
no, I mean, he's in the one summer league game that he played. It it was unreal. No, I can't wait. Got, <laughs> got Reddick there. Sharing the brotherhood is perfect. Yeah. Now, all right. Were there any other guys you guys wanted to talk about before we get into the Kawhi Leonard decision and the ripple effects that it has had on the league? As far as free agents go? Yes. Um, let me I run, mean, run, run this down. Who did the Nuggets get? Just, the Nuggets nobody. ended well. The Nuggets ended up re-signing Jamal Murray to a an, uh, an extension worth they, 170 million. They didn't pick up, but didn't they? Oh, they picked up uh, Jeremy Grant just recently. Yeah, they traded for him. I think that that's not like a game changer piece, but uh, they really were hurt at the forward position. Uh, so that that's not bad. Yeah. Um, and then and then uh, Clay obviously resigned. Chris Stapps resigned with the Mavs. Uh, Nikola Harrison Vuce- Barnes is coming back with the Kings. Yeah, Nikola Vucevic is going back to the Magic. Um, oh, no. The okay, this is the team that I think can dethrone one of the. I think there's a big. I think there's four big teams in the West, and I think this is one of the teams on the outside of that big four that could really mess things up. Is Utah? Well, well, I, I think there's five teams. I think Utah should be considered. Is Utah one of them? Utah is one of them. Utah. Is, I got, I got Utah, those Portland, five? Denver, Lakers, Clippers. Either of those five could win the West. I think Utah needs to be bumped up to your top four. Okay, so that's why I brought it up. The, the moves that they've made this offseason are incredible. Um, they're ready to go. They're they're a problem. They're gonna they're, win, they're gonna win some games. They're in win now mode. For they've got sure. one. They've got yeah. one of the best backcourts in the league. They've got the best defensive center in the NBA. It's uh, this is gonna be good. Yeah, it's tough to find a weakness on that team. They're same as the Sixers. They're all in. They're trying to win now. Yeah. Everyone yeah. like finally getting past that Warriors dynasty. The league's wide open next year. Yeah. yeah. And listen, it's it's crazy to think that with the Warriors breaking up i feel like we're about to see a completely different nba and a completely different style of play this is the most uh, i've said this a couple times um off air but i think that this is the first time in the nba that i've really felt the league was wide open um since the decision i think ever since the decision has been made in 2010 um i've never felt like the league was this exciting before the season started as far as disparity in talent no there's usually uh, it th- reminds me of the 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 span between kobe and shaq and miami's big three like that's what the league feels like right now and i, I think it's the best thing for the league yeah no definitely I, 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 how i see it right now how the league sits with without any moves to be made maybe russell getting traded or whatever but just right now i think there's legit seven teams that have a chance to win the championship next year i'd say at least 10 and when was the last time it was more than two three well, yeah no exactly i think like you were saying tyler this is the first time since the decision there hasn't really been a clear-cut favorite because like to yeah win the yeah title. kobe and kobe and bynum and were nice boston was nice but it wasn't a stranglehold on the league like the warriors like miami yeah. Like Kobe and Shaq, you know what I mean? That's, it was different, for it sure. It was different, and, and and it's also like, not only that, it, it's there's a lot of really good teams. You know what I mean? It's not just the tops, not so not so dominant, but it's also like the number of good teams, because it's just the league's developed into like you're winning now with uh, max players, or you're rebuilding with young players and draft picks. There's one of two types of teams in the league. You know what I mean? If you get caught in that bubble. You're really like stalling your franchise. Yeah, and I mean, the Jazz 
they've made some exceptional moves, and they had to they had to get rid of a player like Ricky Rubio because obviously he he was in a contract year, so they didn't end up re-signing him. He goes to Phoenix, but they trade for Mike Connolly, obviously, so there there that fits in. They signed Bojan Bogdanovic, who is an incredible shooter, for for what he is, and they had to get rid of Derek Favors. They replaced him with Ed Davis. Where like, did Derek Favors go? Is he just a free agent? New Orleans. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he resigned with New Orleans. Derek Favors. I'm trying to double check. Resigned. He played for Utah last year. All right, not resigned. Yeah, Utah, signed with, Utah's ready to go. They got signed no with weaknesses New Orleans. on that team. Everywhere yeah. you look on the roster, yeah, they're, it's they're like ready. Bogdanovich fills in that second bucket getter to Donovan Mitchell. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like if Mitchell's not Mike, on, Mike Bogdanovich Conley. is going to get it. Mike, well, and Conley's the one that put him over the top to me. For sure. They just became an – they're a contender. What the fuck? Utah. Well, they've they got, been a playoff team the last two Jingles years. Jingles is going to come off the bench now for these guys, and he's a stud. Love is Jingles. he going to come off the bench? They might start Bogdanovich and Ingles with Gobert. Oh yeah, no that that'd be an interesting lineup. But I mean, I think I think Ingles could play the four. I mean, I think he plays a lot of four at the end of games, anyways. Yeah, they're, they're ready. That's they, he's got no weaknesses. Utah's all in. They're yeah. trying to make a run of the championship. Yep. Yeah, I agree. But all right, so I'm, let me I'm gonna look through these teams really quick before we dive into this mess that is Kawhi because. Well, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna start it off like this. Yeah, no, we're good. I've said for I've said forever, I would never believe that a player would choose the Clippers over the Lakers for any reason because I could not comprehend why they would until I saw it with my own eyes, and I saw it with my own eyes on Friday night with Kawhi Leonard choosing to sign with the Los Angeles Clippers, and. It took me by complete surprise. I got the alert when I was driving, and immediately I pulled over as soon as I could, and I probably pulled over for about 10 minutes to go on Twitter to see all the buzz that was going on with it. But I was I was complete I was in complete shock, and it was literally literally my worst nightmare <laughs> coming to fruition <laughs> because I had accepted the fact that if he were to go back to Toronto, it was like, all right, he won a championship there. He's happy there. He's content. Like he, That's just the type of player Kawhi is to go off on his own, do his own thing, and just be as great as Kawhi is in Toronto. And they have a solid team. They, were probably, they would probably contend again for an NBA championship next season because they're most likely going to run it back as, uh, as the roster that they have minus Kawhi next season. But – Kawhi choosing the Clippers and then the news that Paul George is coming to the Clippers was just, I mean, it was almost just as shocking as Paul George going to the Oklahoma City Thunder. No, it was, it was awesome. It was such a crazy, it was such a crazy ride. I mean, I'm a Lakers fan, but I'm just such a fan of the way Kawhi's um, handling his career that uh, uh, it's just so entertaining. And I think it made this league so much better not for him not to go to the Lakers. Yeah. and It's just the perfect Kawhi move. And Oklahoma City won their move. I thought it was, I thought it was great. I don't that, know if Oklahoma City won. I think they did, man. It's like they acted quickly, and that's what you got to do. Do not hesitate. 
don't dig yourself into a deeper hole. They're moving on. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. And they just they just stockpile draft picks. That that I will give Sam Presti a lot of credit for because he would have rather just gotten this done and out of the way than deal with a disgruntled yeah. star for an entire year. It's all in or all out. They're paying a lot of luck. They're paying a lot of money for that roster. So it's like you either got to just blow it up or, you know, you got to you got to commit. So I think everybody just won in that scenario. The league won, the Clippers won, or the Thunder won. Yeah, the Thunder did good. Like you, like you say, you don't want one of your star players not being happy. He made it known yeah. that he wanted to get out. They yeah. got Gallo back. They got uh, they got Shea, Shea back. Yeah. They got all those draft picks. Like they got to be okay. It's a tough situation. They made the best of it. And the Clippers, like yeah, you look at the what they gave up, like the biggest like load anyone's ever traded for a superstar. But they had to do it because the only way they were going to get Kawhi was to go out and trade all that stuff for Paul George. And when you're the Clippers, you have to get yourself out of the cellar that you've been in your entire existence. This is not just some regular team. This is the Clippers we're talking about. They have to go all in. If they have any chance of getting something like Kawhi and Paul George, you have to just sell sell it all. Well, there was no there was no way of getting Kawhi without getting yeah, Paul Kawhi George. Kawhi just led his team to a championship, already won a championship, has all the accolades, and the Clippers are like, you have a chance to get him. They have to do they have to go they have to do everything they can to like try to make that a reality. Well, and that's and that's on the flip side exactly why I can't fault the Lakers for going all in to try and get Kawhi either because from no, the Lakers from the Lakers from the Lakers perspective, if Kawhi were to have joined the Lakers, that's the greatest big 3 of all time. Yeah, of course of course LeBron wanted Kawhi to be on his team. Kawhi, Who would not wants no chance. He wants nothing to do with Kawhi, man. It's just uh it's just bad. I just think it would have been bad for the league. I just think it would have been uninteresting if he would have signed with the Lakers. Even though I'm a Lakers fan, I think our team's still good enough to compete. So it's like, uh, I don't know, Kawhi, Braun, and Ant, that's just, you got three of the best five basketball players in the world on a team. It's just kind of, it's just not interesting to me. I'd rather have what it is now where if you got seven, eight contenders. The, o- the only people that wanted Kawhi to be on the Lakers were Lakers fans. 100%. Every other fan base in the NBA wanted him to sign somewhere else. Well, yeah, no doubt, because everyone hates the Lakers. All right. Well, I mean, whatever it is, it's just like there's com- the competitive balance is like yeah. restored after all yeah, these listen, years. One, the one player, teams. one player, it changes the entire narrative of what we're talking about. He signs with the Lakers. We just we just talked about how great it was and how we hadn't seen it in yeah. all these years, and it's, he signs it's completely there, different that, conversation. that conversation yeah. never happens. 100%. But d- looking at it from a Lakers pr- Lakers fan perspective, like like myself, it's like when I'm picturing and wanting Kawhi Leonard on the Lakers, it's like what we've been through the last six, seven years to what we would be with Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James, it's like there's nothing more that I would want in the fucking world. Yeah, that's an entitled attitude. Yeah, better move past that because that shit ain't happening, bud. It, it's I know. Just like, it's I know. Just like, I don't know. I mean, you, you've been blessed. You know no, what I mean? I've it, been spoiled. And, and it's been over. It I've was, been spoiled. It was over the last seven years, and they just got to do something first. But, I mean, they're they're in it. I mean, LeBron and Ant, that's, it's, it's problems. The league's just so much better with them not having Kawhi. And I love – I love the Lakers roster. I love yeah. I love a fantasy draft type roster. Yeah, so you know what I mean. I get to see all these combination of players. I never thought I'd see LeBron's going to be running the point. Um, I think it's going to extend his career. It's going to give him the ability to play to twenty years. 
Uh, See, I don't. I and heard, he's already I, a Magic Johnson type of player. I don't, I don't think LeBron's gonna be running point. What do you mean? Like I know that just came out. That's what all this. They're trying to steal the headlines. They're trying to get everyone to stop talking about the Clippers. Well, all this Kawhi news. I think LeBron's gonna be a point about as long as Kuzma was at center last year. That's gonna be a short experiment. I saw, I saw, I saw you tweet that we'll out. See, we'll see how long we <laughs> get. How but many minutes we get LeBron at point guard? LeBron's but been we could start him at guard. I mean, we could start him with a point guard and start. Like you but know what I mean? No, like, I hear you. I'm just saying. I guard. think that was a headline grab. There's like, can we get some people talking about our team again, please? LeBron, no, but LeBron's been playing point guard his entire career. No, but but that but I mean, it's it's not like I said when we were trying to rank players and positions. Mm-hmm. I think your position dictates is dictated more on the players you're playing with than like who you are. You know what I mean? Like, are you playing with two guards? Then like you know what I mean? Like a Jimmy Butler. Like, are you playing with one guard? Or are you playing with two guards? Because Jimmy Butler can do. Both of those things, you know what I mean? It dictates his position. Yeah. So yeah, I understand Lakers fans being happy with LeBron and AD. That's going to be a crazy combo. Anthony Davis, the best player that LeBron's I'm not even, ever played with. But, but the rest of that roster is pretty trash. No, stop it. Stop I mean, it. Besides, you got Boogie, AD okay, Bradley. Listen, okay, listen. It's pretty, so it's pretty garbage. In the aftermath, in the aftermath of of Kawhi signing with the Clippers, the Lakers obviously had to fill out their roster by splitting up the thirty two million dollars in cap space yeah. between role players. They ended up re-signing KCP, JaVale McGee, Rajon Rondo. Trash, and Alex, trash, trash. And Alex Caruso. Hey, Rondo's got, one of those Car- names. Caruso's got brighter days ahead of him. Rondo Rondo is the Rondo and KCP are the only exception out of those four names that I have. Then they ended up signing Jared Dudley, Troy Daniels, Danny Green, Quinn Cook, Avery Bradley, and DeMarcus Cousins, and they still have one roster spot available. I love what they did. They got shooting. They got defense. They got rim protection. And those were the three biggest concerns I think that the Lakers needed to address this offseason. I think a lot of those guys aren't even going to play, you know. I, 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 I think Avery solid, Boogie solid. The rest of those guys, super suspect. How, well, is, Danny, Rondo, how is Danny Green suspect? Danny Green couldn't even play in the finals. He got benched for Van Fleet. Uh, but, I mean, that was just a, a matchup coaching call. Yeah. I, I mean, think so Van Fleet was Danny better Green's for Steph like, Curry. Right, potential starter, maybe. I think KCP's bad. I'm not a big KCP guy. I'm not a big KCP fan. I'm not a big Rondo fan. But listen, I think at the end of the day, Quinn Cook. See, Quinn I'm, Cook not, I'm not a big Quinn Cook fan. The only reason either. he was playing is because everyone in the Warriors got hurt. Yeah. No, I'm not a big Quinn Cook fan. It's just like Troy Daniels, that's not even mentionable. Quinn Cook, I don't think he's going to play that much. Jared Dudley, I don't think he's going to play that Jared much. Dudley. Jared Dudley's a locker room guy. Yeah, th- that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think those guys are getting minutes. But li- at the end I of the like, day, I, I like still the boogie think- pickup. I like Danny Green. I like Avery. Uh, yeah, I mean, Danny Green's not horrible. He's had a great NBA career, and like, I just think a lot of those guys on the roster have like, their best days are behind them. Yeah, but Bron likes to play with the old guys. And listen, I think at the end of the day, I think the biggest X factor in those signings is Boogie Cousins, and with the contract that they signed him to being so minimal in terms of money, it's like. It's very high risk, but it's very high reward. Yeah, absolutely. Boogie, that's a great signing. They have the connection with AD. Like and Rondo. LeBron's always like Boogie. He, yeah, but if you look at if you look at the advanced metrics, Rondo, like when Boogie, AD, and Rondo were on the court together in New Orleans, it was not good. <laughs> it was a, it, oh, it wasn't good. No, and it was all because of Rondo. And it was the same thing last year. So, yeah, that's just a super small window, though. Yeah. Like, Rondo and AD were awesome in that playoff series when they swept the Blazers. Yeah, yeah, they were. But, I mean, I don't know. No, I think Boogie's the X-Factor signing. Boogie's nice. That's a good pickup, for sure. Like, they got JaVale McGee, nothing special there. 
No, no. JaVale but, McGee was having a career year before he got JaVale, sick last year. But I think year. JaVale, if, if Boogie's healthy and playing most of the games, I think Boogie and JaVale is a nice one-two punch at center. 100%. And I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not very like I understand you guys being Lakers fans. But I like I, there's not that many bright spots in that roster. Is how I feel. Kuz, I mean, we haven't mentioned Kuz. Yeah, Kuz, you, Kuz is solid. Kuz, Kuz is, is going to get. You think he's going to start or come off the bench? I it's think he's going to. I think he's going to start. It's going to be tough starting him at the three. I just think that's a tough play. But if they got Bron, Kuz, and Boogie all starting, that's a matchup nightmare. Yeah, it is. And, and you can really and listen, start with, anybody with those four. With with Braun playing point guard on offense, it doesn't mean he has to guard the other team's point guard. I think the best. Yeah, I mean, there's just like if they're going to run out of lineup like that, like the other team could go super small. Yeah, they could. Yeah, but I mean, I I just think that uh, I think that Ant Ant and Braun allow you the they're big guys that Ant can guard a stretch four, Braun can guard a guard. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Kuz and Boogie might struggle against a smaller guy but yeah, i think perimeter defense is going to be a problem for the lakers interior like they K- got ad is going to be a problem i for think sure. i think ad is a defensive player of the year type player he I won think, it in 2012 I think, I think danny green av bradley kcp is solid on the wing defense i couldn't agree more i couldn't but agree I, more but i like the lakers so you know who's i like the, like who's, all who's picking up the guards I mean, I think it's going to be Rondo, Avery Bradley, KCP. Avery Bradley's nice. Avery Bradley would be, is a good pickup. All yeah. those guys. I mean, I just think and listen, all there's still And listen, there's still one roster spot available, and I – I They've been – I just hope – I just pray that they don't sign Corver and they don't sign Iggy. You don't want Iguodala. No. I don't want those problems. Interesting. It's just like we got a log jam at that position. We just ran it down. You know what I mean? I, I – I guess. I get that he's a veteran, but he just burned a team, wrote a book, um, <laughs> old. You yeah, know, no, Iggy, like, Iggy got done like dirty. Blake said, Like Blake said, a bunch of those names have seen better days. He's one of those guys. You know what I mean? I'll, I'd take Livingston over Iguodala at this point. Yeah. Now, all right. As far as the Lakers fit, like, I, I mean, I, I would love to see them go after Mello. Obviously, Stop. no, we're not doing Y'all, that. Me too. Fuck, bring Melo to the Lakers. Yeah, let's do that yeah, shit. Let's no, do it. I'm down. I'm down with it. Sign him up. Oh no, I think Bron could talk him into running the second team. No, stop it. We're not bringing Melo to the Lakers. That's probably gonna be like a J.R. Smith, a Kyle Korver. I could, I could definitely see J.R. Smith ended up on the Lakers. hundred percent, I could see J.R. Smith ended up on the Lakers. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'll be happy about it, but. You know who's a free agent um, that's out there that I think is a real X factor, and you don't know. I, actually, let me double check if he's actually a free agent. But it's uh, Jabari Parker. Yeah, I was thinking no, about he that signed. He's, he's, he Lakers signed with guy. Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, he did sign to Atlanta? Yeah, he's in Atlanta. Tyler loves Atlanta. Atlanta is my fucking team in the East. It's, that's just official. But wait, official. Before, before, we get, before we go move on a little bit uh, – that's wanna, for real, Jabari Parker signing with the Hawks. Yes, <laughs> yes. God, dude. I want to. I I want to talk about. I want to. I I think it's important to talk about what it means for Los Angeles basketball right now to have a, two of the best pairs in the NBA. Yeah, it's the first time ever that the two LA teams have a chance to win the title, and it's, it's awesome. It's the first time ever the Lakers and the Clippers will like will, it will ever mean something between the two when they play each other. It's the first time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kobe beat up on the Clippers, and Lob City beat up on the post Kobe Lakers. Um, 
No, LA's fucking. They're they're the they're the center of the basketball the, universe right now. The Kawhi Lebron rivalry is like the one of those low key things in sports. Because it's Kawhi, on now. It's on. It's not about to be low key anymore. Dude, Le- Lebron's got three rings. Kawhi's got two. It's close. Well, and they're both eyeing to be the first player to win a championship with a third three franchise. Teams. Exactly. Yep. yep. No, I love it. I love it. But and, I think. That's that's big time, man. The first one to get that three team championship as a star, no one's done that. Nobody. That's uh, that's that's gonna be good between those two. Yeah, and in ter- and in terms of in terms of the Western Conference, obviously, I think the Clippers and Lakers are both looking to be at the top, if not at least both with home court advantage in the playoffs. But at the end of the day, I think it's gonna come down. Yeah, like, I think like with most most teams, I think it's going to come down to injuries for both these teams. And Paul George is coming off of two shoulder surgeries, and he might not be ready for the start of the season. Kawhi was playing hobbled in the finals. He's you can probably count on Kawhi for probably sixty games a year. Yeah, probably I, I, for the rest the, of the year. The Lakers and the Clippers arguably have the two best chances to win the championship in the the West. But I don't think I think it's a small percentage that either one of those teams wins the West next year. Just because of what you're talking about, the health of their star players. Kawhi's yeah. going to be playing 60-something games. LeBron's like – Yeah, guys LeBron's are not, in no, year no, 17. None of those guys are playing 82. I, I'd be surprised if either one of those teams won the West next year. And they I, could be the two best teams in the West. I think Bron's going to be out for blood this year. I just don't think he's letting shit stop him. Bron, no, yeah, I like completely he can't agree. Afford, he can't afford – even a sidestep, he has to take a step forward this Completely year. Completely agree. In year seventeen, he has to take a step forward because he just missed the playoffs. You know what I mean? It's just uh, LeBron. LeBron, I think, is going to play more minutes than he probably even should. Well, I mean, tough, hopefully man. it doesn't. Hopefully it doesn't turn out like it did for Kobe when D'Antoni was the coach. Because that's exactly why Kobe tore his Achilles. By the end of next year, LeBron's going to have played the third most minutes ever in the NBA. Ever. Yeah, that's crazy. He's played more minutes than Vince Carter. 21 seasons. LeBron's got way more minutes under his belt than Vince Carter. Yeah. yeah. It's like he, he may be 34, 35, however old, but LeBron's getting up there. And I think – I don't know how – No, listen, there's no, there's no denying how much mileage is on, on he, LeBron James. He, he's, also, he's also a trailblazer of his generation. I think he's the model of how you take care of your body and how you, you know, just facilitate a career just like Brett – just like – Tom Brady is. Yeah, you know, he's he's got think, his window, and they're going all. They went all in with the AD and everything to yeah. take the most of it. I, I think at the end of the day, the Lakers have a two-year window from starting this season, a two-year window to win an NBA championship. Because after that second year, that's when LeBron has that player option. If he opts out and decides to either go back to Cleveland, retire, re-up with the Lakers, who who the hell knows if what's going to happen? If the Lakers want to win the NBA title next year, it's going to be Anthony Davis that has to take the step up and be this. Even better than he already is, he's going to have to be an MVP type player. Well, and I for think them to like make that leap, not LeBron doing more his like way into his career. But I think that's what exactly that's I, possible. It's possible. I'm yeah. not saying that's what the Lakers need. I'm saying that's what LeBron's bringing this season. I think I think Blake exactly what you said with Anthony Davis being an MVP type player and LeBron taking a step back. I think we're already seeing that with. LeBron giving AD 23 and changing his number back to six. LeBron moving yeah, to the point. that's just po- that corny shit. But, but LeBron moving – but on the court, LeBron moving to the point guard and truly becoming a facilitator, even he though that's – He is re- a facilitator. No, I know, I know. But, like, 
in terms of position yeah. wise, it's like he's the point guard. He's going to be facilitating to Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis might be the number one off- yeah, option is, for the offense. Yeah, this is LeBron's team, but when they're on the court, they need Anthony Davis to be out there dominating. No, they MVP. do. They do, and I agree with you guys. I'm just saying I think LeBron's sense of urgency at this point in his career might be the highest. I think this it is has like, to be. This is our other I mean, than better be, other, he better be worried about basketball and not Space Jam and how yeah, good his kids doing in high school. Yeah, uh, uh, other than that first year in Miami, this is probably the most pressure he's had. All, like coming into a season, I was just—I literally was just about to say say the same thing because it's like when you're when you're a Los Angeles Laker, everything gets magnified times a hundred. Yeah, and it's like LeBron has every single eye in Los Angeles on him, and they all want him to win a championship yeah. for the Lakers to lead them back to the promised land. And it's like the Lakers Lakers fans have have waited so long for this, and it's like now we're in a position to where the league is so wide open. Nobody knows what's going to happen next year. This is the perfect time to pounce and get us back to the promised land. They got a shot. Lakers got a chance. Guy One of the teams a, that got a chance. Got as good a shot as anybody. Yeah. So I have. A, what I want to see. I'm interested to see how you guys is like way too early breakdown of each like each division or each conference. Each com- Each well. conference. What what my way too early? Just like is? the one one through Real, eight. Like I did it like literally in probably forty seconds. And then I we went. Can, then we I can went. Just go through like everyone's like roster a little bit. Like why we like. Well, I mean, just like I went. I went. Uh, Lakers, Clippers, Warriors, Rockets, Jazz. Warriors. You got Warriors and Rockets up that high. I don't. Yep. I have the Jazz ahead of the Warriors and the Rockets. Me too. I got Denver and Portland ahead of Golden State right now. Agreed. I got and then I got Utah, Portland, Denver, San Antonio, New Orleans, Dallas, Minnesota, Sacramento, Phoenix, Memphis, Oklahoma City. Now this is like gut reaction. So. Um, I think I think Oklahoma City will still be okay with Russ, but it's they're not. No, they're no, not no. Gonna I, make the I'm into, I put them as last because I know they're getting rid of Russ. Yeah, I, okay. I, I'm not worried about that. All right, one. that's fair. That's and then, fair. And then it's like Philly, Philly, Boston, Milwaukee, uh, Brooklyn, Indiana, uh, Detroit, Toronto, Atlanta, Miami, Orlando, Chicago, Cleveland, Charlotte, New York, DC. I kind of I kind of got broken up in uh, I got a lot of what you got, but just like broken yeah. up in tiers, I got like the top half of the West, like five teams I think could win it: Clippers, Lakers, Denver, Portland, Utah, and then like the second tier below them, Golden State because the injuries trying to figure out how that D'Angelo and yeah. Curry is going to fit together. They're still going to be good. They got three All Stars. It's definitely going to be an adjustment though. Then Houston, Houston, like like they're. D- Got a pretty solid roster, just as good as anybody. James Harden, but I feel like they're like potential could make a move too. Yeah, I just falls I, washed. I think that they're gonna try and shop CP3, um, but I mean, I just think that James Harden can get a get a top four team in the West. <sighs> S- sim- similar to Giannis, I think that he just has such a big imprint on a regular season that uh, he can he can will themselves uh, there. I, I really think that there's seven teams in the West. I think there's like a solid seven, and I, I think those seven are for sure. And I think the eighth spot's really going to be tough. Yeah, I think there's like a s- 11 teams that are really going to be yeah. fighting for uh, those playoffs. Yeah, it's like San Antonio, New San Orleans, be Dallas, Sacramento. Yeah, Dallas. If it, with a Dude, if, if, if Luka and Porzingis work out in Dallas, they could make the playoffs. Everyone's talking about how fun the Pelicans are going to be. They're legit going to be fighting for that eighth seed. Yeah, that's who, yeah. I, that's who I have. I have San Antonio, New Orleans, Dallas, Sacramento as like the – 
the eight through eleven. That's where that's where I kind of had it. Like my second tier, I had Golden State, Houston, the Thunder, and San Antonio, and then the tier below them fighting for like that last playoff spot would be like the Kings, Minnesota, Pelicans, Mavericks, yeah, and then I, the trash ass Grizzlies and Suns. I think yeah. gri- Grizzlies are gonna be bad. Suns are gonna be bad. Thunder are gonna be bad. Thunder, yeah. If they like, uh, it looks like Russell's gonna be traded, and if Russell's yeah. gone, they're gonna be horrible. Uh, yeah. DC's DC is gonna be bad. Yeah, Charlotte's no. gonna be bad. Chicago's gonna be bad. The Cleveland's East is weak. gonna be bad. I got Knicks are Knicks are gonna be bad. Clear top two: Bucks, Sixers, and then next here, like Nets, Celtics, the Hawks, Raptors, Magic, Pistons, Pacers, Heat. See, so like, where do you put Toronto? I think Toronto's gonna be bad. They could potentially miss the playoffs next year. That's, that's no. Great. I think Toronto. I think Toronto would still make the playoffs if they run it back. Everybody that they have minus Kawhi. I, th- I still it, think the, they make the playoffs in the, the East. Issue, yeah, and that's tough. The issue is, but the, you just said that you just said the East is so bad this that's, year. That's the that's, thing that's a, is the East is bad. That's the only reason why. Dude, like normally, the, I wouldn't this think this is a playoff Kyle team. Lowry was garbage. Like they surprised me. Like it's just Siakam might, plus, like, is a wild card. Who are, they, who are they bringing back? It's just going to be Siakam and Lowry and Ga- Gasol. Anobi. Gasol is going to leave. He signed. No, Did yeah, he? Gasol resigned. Still, I don't think I don't know, man. They they might be a playoff team. Well, here, okay, here's here's what I think is going to happen to Toronto. They're obviously running it back minus Kawhi. If I think they're out of contention, obviously a player like Marcus Gasol might start getting calls. Uh, like Toronto might start getting calls about Marcus All from playoff teams. They might get they might start getting calls from play for a player like Kyle Lowry. Yeah, I'd expect all those guys to leave except Siakam. So they're in rebuild mode. Yeah, well, this is their last chance, really. It's it's over, man. They don't have any chance without Kawhi. They're in rebuild mode. No, they don't have any chance without him. But I think they're gonna run. They're gonna try and run Lowry, Siakam, and Gasol and Serge. I think they're going to try they're to getting, They're going to win 32 games. They're getting but OG back. They, they still have Fred Van Vliet. Atlanta, are we all on board with this? Yeah, Atlanta's, Atlanta's could Atlanta's make that jump. Solid. They're right up in there. There it is. Atlanta's I solid. I think all I the Magic, they're going to be solid. They're basically running it back with their playoff team they had last year. Yep. Okay. I now, think the Pistons, they could make a jump this year. They still got Blake Griffin. I they think they, Derrick they, Rose. I yeah, think they signed Derrick Rose. I think they're a playoff team this year. I got the Heat. Who, interesting. Who knows what they're going to do? Yeah. The Pacers, I, I, they're I still the Heat, in the mix. I think the Heat could be in contention for a playoff, playoff spot. I think the Pacers will be in the playoffs in the East next year. They have Oladipo returning. They still have Sabonis. They have Miles Turner. They See, I, I, think, I think the East is three. I think Boston's uh, for sure top three team. Well, yeah. It's, it, I think the East right now is Milwaukee, Philly, and Boston, not in that order. But those are the three teams, I think, the, in, the, at the and top. And then, like, my second tier would be, like, Brooklyn, Indiana. That'd probably Magic, be Magic, Hawks, Pistons. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I don't know if I got, the, I've got I, Pistons, Hawks, okay. Heat, Magic. Hear me out. Hear me out. And this is this is going to transition a little bit to to Russell Westbrook because we we've talked about Oklahoma City moving him, but we haven't really talked about where he could potentially move. I think there's only a couple spots. Okay, do you think Orlando is a potential destination for Russell Westbrook? Yeah, Orlando, Miami, both potential spots. What about Houston and Minnesota? Houston is always because they're like. Daryl Morey's always trying to make a mix. And they could, tra- they could trade Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook. Yeah, which is like two of the worst contracts in the NBA. 100%. Minnesota, I think Minnesota's out because you got to get Russell on board, and I don't think he's going to want to live in Minnesota. I, I think, think the Knicks I think could maybe. Minnesota's pay- out. I think the Knicks could maybe be a team because, I mean, it's still New York. You get Russ in there with it's RJ. It's still New York, like, yeah. But the, the, out, the crazy team that I have is like on the outskirts is uh, Charlotte. Just because Russ is like a Jordan Brand guy. 
Well, that that'd be the only thing I think he has going for Charlotte because I don't think that's Russell, the, it, Russell would like want to live it, in Charlotte. That's the thing. It's just if Russ would want to be there. But it's like, like well, Jordan I mean, athlete, I think Charlotte own the team. Charlotte pushes the playoffs though with Russ. Well, yeah, instantly. it's like listen, that's Russ, how bad what, the East is. Yeah, one of the best players in the East. Russ, Russ is instantly one of the best players in the East. Russ is owed like forty million dollars. Charlotte is paying Nicholas Nicholas Batum like twenty seven and Tyler Zeller like fifteen. Yeah. All right. What do you guys? Year's got a terrible contract. What do you guys think about this? These are my two sleepers. Other than Orlando, I think Orlando's a sleeper because it's like Mo Bamba, Aaron Gordon, and some picks, and then you got Russell and Busevich. That's literally exactly who I was thinking. But, was Aaron Gordon and but, Mo but Bamba. my two sleepers that I think are like basketball teams, Chicago Bulls have a ton of young players. Like they could, and it's Chicago Bulls, so they can make a play. Chris Dunn, then, Wendell then, Carter Jr. They got a they got a Otto Porter who's got a big contract. They've got Zach Levine out there. Like if they keep one of those guys with Russ in the East, pitch it. Yeah. And then uh, and then the other one is Cleveland. As long as they keep Kevin Love, they, if they if they trade young guys and picks for Russ and they pitch Russ and K Love in the East. I think Chicago and Cleveland have a chance. But I think – okay, my only problem with But these Cleveland, are dark horses. Yeah. I mean, we know who the Miami and the Knicks and Detroit. Like, Detroit. those are the big players. But so I, I think – come back in Detroit that give that bad boys vibe. I mean, like, we're talking about how weak – Him, the Blake Griffin, and Andre Drummond. Blake Griffin, that's two all-stars. Like, no, Andre, that's, that's, that's Andre pretty, Dr- pretty big star power think, in the East. I think that's a top-five team. Andre so Drummond already has, like, 15,000 rebounds for his career. Like I think Drummond's the one that goes, though. I mean, just you have to. Even whatever Howard shapes up, that's like that's two big stars. Not a lot of teams with two like stars. Like like you were saying with Cleveland, though, I, the only reason I don't think Cleveland works out is because I think Cleveland would have to give up Kevin Love in the trade. Just because of contracts. Yeah. Because yeah, I think of money. It's way more likely Kevin Love gets traded than Russ gets traded to the Cavs. Yeah, Kevin Love, I think, is definitely going to. It's get just traded. like when looking at teams that have a surplus of young players and picks, Cleveland's one of those teams. Yeah. And, I mean, what's interesting about Houston is the – That's just a weird one to me. I just, like, why would the Thunder, like – you got to get a third team involved with Chris Paul. Well, like, you got to find yeah, that team that wants Chris Paul, and then you're getting rid of your, your guy, and you're just getting a massive amount of picks and young players. But what Houston is looking for is to reunite James Harden and Russell Westbrook. I know that's, but like, why would the Thunder want CP3? I'm not saying uh, like you no, got to get a third. You yeah, that's the thing. Would, it's a tough sell. I don't think that's you would like, have to get a third. Team. That's why I don't think Russ is going to Houston. You just yeah. can't never count them out because like yeah. they're Murray. always. They were just talking about yeah. getting Jimmy Butler two weeks ago. Like, yeah. no, they're in the mix. I just think you have to get a third team involved um, to to satisfy that because I just don't think you can send Russ to OKC. Yeah, yeah, they're going Thunder. They're probably going all in on Shea. Build around him with all they those have to now. Yeah, they got Darius Basley, especially if the they new, get the especially if they get rid of us. But all right, so I got some preliminary NBA offseason winners and losers. Uh, let's let's see what you guys think. Winners, I got Lakers, Clippers, Nets, Jazz, and Pelicans. Big time winners. I know Blake doesn't agree with the Lakers, but I'm sure he agrees with the no, other No, he four. has to. I mean, of course. Give, like, bring in Anthony Davis. Like. Okay, all right, all right. Now, the losers. I told you all those guys were trash. Lonzo <laughs> and <laughs> Brandon Ingram. You also you also said all the guys that we just signed are trash. 
No, I, I mean, Lonzo and Brandon Ingram are better than those guys. I'm Brandon, just saying, the Lakers Brandon. got top two, but I think, like, if you're comparing teams, if you're doing, like, a round-robin draft, like, maybe you take the Lakers guys top two, but then maybe you chip five guys on the other team before you take somebody else. Dude, everybody, everybody, at least in, like, L.A. basketball Twitter land is talking about the quote-unquote battle for L.A., and it's like, at the end of the day, I got to see these two teams play on, like, play on the court. It's like, on paper – they pretty much stack up no pretty chance. evenly. Dude, I think that the Clippers roster is way better than the Lakers roster. Last year, Clippers roster without Kawhi, playoff team. Lakers roster, lottery team. Injuries. Injuries. Who was hurt? Lonzo? That's what we were talking about. Lonzo, LeBron, Ingram, Rondo. Half the team was hurt last year. I don't know, man. Like I said, I think like you got the perennial sixth man of the year, Lou Williams. Pat Bev. Pat Bev. I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I think AD, AD and LeBron is a better pair than Kawhi and Paul George. That's what I'm saying. So you say you take AD and LeBron, 1-2. Then when's the next time you take a Lakers player? Kuz. It's going to be like the eighth player. I, I mean, take Kuz. I think he's the fifth player. Yeah, well, exactly. Lou Will. Okay, so fifth or sixth. I think 5-6 is Lou Will Kuz. Fine with me. Then what? Well, I mean, then then we're, we're then I'm putting down Boogie, the list, but Boogie over Montrez. Yes. When's the last time Boogie did anything? He's I'm washed. Bo- hey, he had a 20 to 10 game in the finals. Did you see the video of Lamelo crossing Montrez up and Montrez hitting a floater solid. from the free On, throw line? Could have been six man of the year last hey, year. Well, I don't care that hey, some not, we can't high schooler crossed him up in the Drew. Lamelo's Lamelo's special. All right, that's <laughs> an ex- that's an exception. Dude, ta- I think I think you're you're tripping if you think the Lakers roster is better than the Clippers. I'm they, not I'm not ready to say that the Clippers. I'm not saying that the Lakers are Lakers roster I mean, the right Clippers now is proven. better. I, the rest of the roster is proven. I'm not ready to say the Clippers have a better roster than the Lakers. That's I, crazy I talk. I don't <laughs> think so either. I would say the Lakers have a better roster than the Clippers. I say even if you think that the one two is better, I think the rest of that roster is the Clippers is way better. I I don't know about that. I think it'd go. They could go Braun, Kawhi, Ant, Paul George, Lou Will, Coos. Boogie. Off top. And then probably Boogie, Pat Bev. But I, hmm. uh, I, but I that's just I off top. I'm not really, like, diving into it, but yeah. just off top. That seems like the top, like, seven, eight guys. I mean, you guys are talking about you wanted to name the Sixth Man of the Year award after Lou Williams, and they're just like, I don't know. Well, oh, I no, having a valuable Sixth Man is pretty important. I Montrez, Lou, they're balling I, last year. They already do what they I'm do. Not, First I'm of all, not I'd dis- like to make it known that I would much rather Jamal Crawford name get the Sixth Man of the Year award, <laughs> and I was not on board with the Lou Will thing. I'm, I'm down with the Jamal Crawford award. I was advocating for both names to be on the award, but, hey, who's counting? Anyway, all right. There's a, re- there's a reason Vegas has the Clippers as the clear-cut favorite. Uh, no, as of today, actually, Caesars updated their odds. Lakers and Clippers are both at 7-2. to two. Bucks are at 9-2. to two. All right, you got me there. All right. 76ers it's cla- are... It's classic. It's going cla- to be great. All right. But it's going to be fun. Let's go, back, let's go back to my winners and losers list. We talked about the winners. Lakers, Clippers, Nets, Jazz, Pelicans. I got three big losers. Losers, I got four. I got the Knicks, the Hornets, the T-Wolves, and the Thunder. I get the Knicks, the Hornets, the T Wolves, and the Thunder. Yes. See, I I have I do have four actually. Now I'm counting them, but I don't have the Thunder. I have Toronto. Okay. I've got I've got New York, Charlotte, Toronto, and and Minnesota. The only reason why I don't think the uh, the Thunder are a loser is because I think they're playing their hand right and doing what the, they should do. 
I just think they just got so blindsided by Paul George asking for exactly, a trade. and they handed it well. So I think in the end, they're a winner, as in like the way that they handled this offseason. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's tough losing Paul George, like superstar you had on your team, but like I don't think the Thunder didn't have a chance of winning the title. Yeah, exactly. No. It's like you play with you play with an unhappy superstar, you lose in the first round, or you just you move on and you got assets. You got some of the you you arguably have the most at trade assets in the league. Yeah, I mean Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and Stephen Adams can haul you in. What if they bring in a dozen first round draft picks? Well, and it's like I anybody, mean they traded Jerry and Grant for a first round draft. They got six first round draft picks in four days. What's crazy is is the Lakers were getting so much backlash for how much they gave up in the Anthony Davis trade. It's like the Clippers gave up so much more to get Paul George. And they're not getting any backlash. They're like, oh, that's a great trade. Because it ultimately ended up netting them Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. But I think at the end of the day, the Clippers gave up more to get Paul George than the Lakers gave up the to Clippers get Anthony Davis. The Clippers and the Davis. Lakers completely said, we're not, we're not worried about the draft in the future. We have to build our teams through free agency. What's the point of worrying just, about 2025, though? It's, it's two different things. Like... The Lakers had to take advantage. They got LeBron. Now they have to take advantage of LeBron's window. So you have to go all in and make a move to win a championship because they're not going to win with these young guys. The Clippers, same thing. They've always been little brother. They've been shit on by everybody. No history or nothing. Then you have a chance to get a guy that just won his second NBA title. Let him there himself. So you go all in. And the only way you're going to get him is if you trade and get Paul George. So they're like, fuck it. We'll do anything we can to bring those guys in. No, I think the Lakers and Clippers did what they needed to do. They they should because you're a big market. You shouldn't worry about these draft picks. No, like, you should like Blake said. You should just go all in for the championship when you have the opportunity. Right, and at the end of the day, it's like the Lakers with their pick swaps, the the Clippers giving up all of the draft picks that they gave up. They're supposed like with the trades that they've made, they're supposed to be better than the teams they're trading with. So they're those swaps and 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 trade picks getting traded. It's like those won't mean anything. In 2025, not to them, but they mean something to the other team for sure. But no, it's just like what Tyler was saying every, earlier. Everyone won. Oklahoma won because you have to get rid of Paul George once he asked for a trade. Otherwise yeah, you you're don't be in a shitty situation. Yeah, you don't want to deal like, with that. I really am. I'm just like NBA fans won because we're gonna have a parody league. Yeah, like, I, I just like can't say enough, like of how big of a fan I am of Presti, even though like it hurts to say that because the Thunder, you know, are, we're stolen from Seattle, but. It's man, that guy just knows how to build a roster. I mean, I'm just always impressed. Like he 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 made it work that year. Uh, that year, Durant left, and then he was able to bring in Paul George. Yeah, you know, he just and before that drafting, you know, all those players. It's just like he continually just impresses me. Yeah, and I, you bringing up Sam Presti, I wanted to bring it up when we first brought up uh, Kawhi Leonard going to the Clippers, and then ultimately the Clippers getting Paul George. It's like. Jerry West has now successfully signed Shaquille O'Neal, Kevin Durant, and Kawhi Leonard and has successfully acquired through trade Kobe Bryant and Paul George for the teams that he's worked for. And I don't think anybody comes close to the executive that Jerry West is in basketball and maybe even in all of sports. Nah. I don't know. I don't know if I can just say that that off top, like him being – they go. There's been some good. There's been some good roster building over the years. No doubt, but it's like when you when you think of the track record that Jerry West has and the ability that he's been able to recruit all of these top tier talents and been able to to acquire these players. It's it's pretty remarkable. And 
he may be a Clipper now, but he will always be a Laker. I think. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think Popovich has been running the show better than, you know, just off top. Like, as well, a, Popovich uh, has done it with one team. Yeah, but I mean, he's just like year in and year out, drafts well, gets gets the right moves, the roster moves, continually makes the playoffs, is is ahead of the curve in the way that they manage their roster. It's, you know, there's guys like that. I don't know what I don't know what Mark Cuban's official title is, but he's one of those guys that I think as an influencer in building a roster, one of the greatest there is. Yeah, and then in in a different sport, someone like George Steinbrenner with the Yankees. Yeah, that's just. Like shooting, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's shooting fish in a barrel. It's just like crazy. Yeah, but all right. No, but Jerry West is for sure up there. That's a resume. Yeah, for sure. But all right, uh, I think that. Do you guys? Do you guys have anything else before we wrap up the free agency part of this episode? No. No. I'm excited, man! I can't wait for next year. I wish it started tomorrow. Yeah, listen, I can't listen. I, we were talking about it as we were walking in. Blake and I both. Uh, we can't wait for NBA 2K next season. It's gonna be a good one. I'm ready. Yeah, but all right, you gotta you gotta shout out before we get out of here, Tyler. Yeah, I'm gonna shout out. I, I know these guys like I shot them out quite a bit, but I'm just you know just seeing it full circle. Um, seeing Avery Bradley and Isaiah Thomas um, through the years, seeing these two Tacoma kids, not Seattle kids. Um, they both gonna suit up for the Lakers and Celtics at this point in their career. Pretty crazy. So yeah. I'm stuck to the Lakers guy, Avery Bradley. Blake, you got one before we get out of here? Um, just, I'll go bounce off Tyler. I'm proud, like hopeful for IT to actually get a shot in Washington. Yeah, Maybe actually get some actual minutes. That's going to be again. I think I think that'll be good because obviously John Wall is going to be out for the majority of the year, uh, and he's actually going to get an opportunity to play. Perf- it's the perfect opportunity. Yeah, he gets to showcase his ability while Washington waits for their guy. Yeah, and then I'm going to shout out all the new additions to the Lakers. Uh, bum, bum, bum. It takes a certain kind of person to put on the purple and gold and know what it means to wear that uniform. Uh, I'm excited to see what this team can do this upcoming season. Laker fans have been waiting too long to return to the promised land. And with the league being so wide open this year, uh, I can't think of a better time to get back to the top. Hope you guys get over that 37 win Mark Sklar. We will. And just remember that (laughs) we will, we will. And, uh, I, I, listen, the Lakers are going to win a championship before the Celtics. Maybe. Keep saying that. <laughs> hey, I'm going to keep saying it because it, it's going to happen. We'll see. The, the, do, you we'll think see. The, do you think the Celtics have a better chance to win the NBA championship this year than the Lakers? Blake? I do not. Okay. But also, I also think there's – With that, that wraps up this episode. No, okay. no, right. no, that's, no, that's no, no, Blake, go, no, go. Go, Blake. No, go. Well, I just, yeah, I think I said there's seven teams that got a chance to win the title this year, and I do not have the Celtics in my seven. All right. Nah, he said it, folks. <laughs> That's all, folks. With that, that wraps up this episode of the TSK Show. Don't forget, you can find us at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on social media, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler Pacholke. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Anchor as well, and we are now on Spotify. Just type in keyword TSK Show to find us. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you decide to listen to the TSK Show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. We appreciate you all so much for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode of the TSK Show. Peace.